Welcome to the Make Me a Marketer show with your host, Landon Hobrin. Welcome back to the show. Today, we are going to talk about productivity again. In episode 11, I had my good friend Brian Taylor on the show, and we talked about designing your schedule, designing your ideal day, how to improve your efficiency, your productivity, your performance, how to drop into a flow state. And what I was thinking about earlier today was some of the things that I've done to improve my own personal productivity. And in episode 11, we, we really shared this from much more of a high-level standpoint. How do we come about you know, designing our schedule to improve our productivity when it comes to you know, working as an entrepreneur, working as a creator, working as a course creator, a business owner? And this was, we weren't able to get into all of these nitty-gritty details, but today I really wanted to share this one specific thing that has been pivotal to my own personal productivity inside of each and every day that I work. Now, I am a, I'm a big believer in, in tracking your time, time blocking, all of these sorts of things. But what really, really stood out to me is after a while, I started to realize that just the traditional time blocking method wasn't as effective as I wanted it to be. I have read multiple books from like Michael Hyatt, The Perfect Day Formula, um, Your Ideal Year. I've gone through mentorship and mastermind programs where I've gone through, you know, how to structure your day, setting your top three goals. I've used different planners and different notebooks and I've used apps on my phones and I've really done all sorts of things to really work on structuring my day for ideal productivity. But what I really started to notice is after a while, I would have these tasks that simply weren't getting done. I would spend a minimum of 45 minutes a week planning out my entire week in detail, you know, what my big goals were, everything I needed to do. And it just really was not doing it for me. And I don't know if you can relate where you maybe are scheduling things into your calendar because we've all been told, you know, if it, if we don't make time for it, it's not going to happen. If it's not in our calendar, we're not going to prioritize it. And I am a firm believer in that. But what I really noticed for myself personally was that this just wasn't enough. It was an improvement from where I was. It was an improvement from not planning my week. It got me starting to think about the goals, what I wanted to accomplish that week. And these were very big strides, but there was still some limitations. There was still things that were taking too long or I wasn't actually getting to inside of my day. And that's when this one little thing revolutionized it. And it seems incredibly simple, but... It was the simple fact of not only time blocking my calendar, but tracking my time in addition to it. Now, this might seem like double duty. It might seem like kind of meaningless. Like if I'm already time blocking and I know what I want to do with my time, why would I track how I'm actually spending my time? 
but this is a very important distinction to make. If we think of time blocking, this is kind of like an intention that we're setting. It is saying, I have the intention of doing some learning from 9 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. And then from 10 to 11, I have a client call. From 11 to 12, I'm gonna eat lunch. From one to three, I'm going to be working on client work. But very rarely is that how our days actually turn out. Now, I don't know about you, but when I reflect on the, my past as, a, as an entrepreneur and think, okay, I've been time blocking for years. I would probably say maybe 2016 is where a lot of this really became a part of my daily and weekly life. And thinking back, like I would spend, you know, 30 to 45 minutes at a minimum at a coffee shop every Sunday planning out my week. But there was things that weren't getting done. There was very rarely times where what I planned was exactly how my day unfolded. And if you're able to just, you know, map out your week, map out your day, and that's literally you stick to it to a T, that's awesome. Like you can probably stop listening. But if you're finding that, that maybe just isn't enough. Tracking how you actually spend your time could be that missing link. And what this does is it really starts to show us a multitude of things that we don't realize when we're just doing the standard time blocking. So I want to give you an example. When I first started doing this, my wife and I were spending um, some time in Mexico. And the very first thing that I realized is that I was spending an enormous amount of time on lunch every single day. I was walking down to this little um, healthy shop. I can't. I think it was called Green and Fit in Playa del Carmen. And I would put our order in, I would wait, and then I would walk back with our food, we would sit down, we would eat lunch. And I just realized how much time I was wasting from like stopping work, you know, getting ready, walking to this shop, which was, you know, probably a 15, 20 minute walk away, ordering our food, bringing it back. And so what this allowed me to do is this allowed me to like very clearly see how much time I was spending on it. I wasn't accounting for an hour plus in my day for lunch, but I was spending an hour plus a day on lunch. So what I was able to do with that information was I actually went out and I hired a food prep company to prepare and deliver my meals to me. So instead of having to go through this process, I could just go into the fridge, pull out some my pre-prepared meal, throw it in the microwave, warm it up and eat it. Now, this isn't to say like, no, now I can just work more, but it's saying there's things I would rather spend my time on. Like if I'm going to step away from work, I would rather be more intentional about that time and recharge or go for a walk or, you know, play some video games or meditate. But I was just simply like spending this time like in line waiting for food. That's not my most ideal time. And I actually was able to buy back over four hours a week. I was able to buy that time back and reallocate that into other things inside of my week, inside of other priorities that I have. So a lot of other things that this started to allow me to uncover was as I started to track my time, you just start to see these little nuances. You see where you are actually spending the predominant amount of your time. So you can now start to go 
how I'm spending my time, is this in line with what my actual goals are? Let's say you're looking to acquire a new skill, so you have professional development or learning time, and you can see at the end of a week, you're spending 30 or 60 or 90 minutes a week on that. Well, is that enough time to actually develop and gain proficiency in that skill? For me personally, I was working on developing a new business venture. And so I was able to actually see how much time am I actually investing in this? Is this adequate to get to where I want to go in the amount of time I want to be able to accomplish this goal? If not, I'm going to need to find a way to dedicate more time to this, or I'm simply going to have to adjust my goals and understand that what I'm trying to do just simply isn't realistic because I can't dedicate enough time towards it. There was also a lot of things where I found it was very hard to kind of drop into a flow and kind of really start to work into things. What I started to find is I was trying to be creative after lunch. And this was very difficult for me. I would eat my lunch and then I would come back in and I would try and start to drop into a flow state and start writing and start producing content. And I just couldn't. It was just, I was like force feeding every single word I was trying to write when I was doing this creative time. And I just simply found that this time was not optimal for me to do this. After lunch, instead, I started to drop into a little bit of a recharge activity. So I would drop into some hypnotherapy or some meditation, allow myself to reground, reset, and I would use that as kind of like a slingshot into the creative activities that I was trying to do. So there's just so many things that when we start to track our time that we're able to gain really, really valuable insights into how we are actually spending our time, not how we intend to track our time. So I really highly recommend it. I use a, an app called Timular. It's like $5 a month. And it starts to give you really, really easy reports. You can actually click. You can see like a pie chart of exactly how you spent your week. If you're trying to do certain things, you can see how much time are you spending on client work? How much time are you spending on administrative tasks? You can start to get how much time are you spending on your, your self-care and your recharge and your recovery? If that's a priority for you, how much time are you actually spending on it? And then we can start to see what are our priorities is how we're spending our time in line with that because very often we might have you know meditate at 4:30 or do yoga from you know 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. but a lot of times those things don't get done so what we're actually doing isn't actually matching what is inside of our calendar but we aren't realizing what is actually going on in the moment so what this can do is it can allow you to now start to refine your time blocking. Maybe if you're trying to go to the gym in the morning or go for a walk and it's just not happening because you're too tired, well, maybe you need to move that time block somewhere else inside of your day or inside of your week. Maybe if you are trying to be creative after lunch like I was and that just wasn't working, maybe I need to try and move that block before lunch and then do something that doesn't require quite as much creative brain power and output after lunch. And then slowly but surely, each week, you can start to make these very, what are seemingly small changes, refinements, and modifications 
to your time blocking to make it immensely more beneficial so that when you can look at how you want to spend your time and you can look at how you are spending your time, now all of, all of a sudden they start to match. All of a sudden they start to align with your goals. And that's a beautiful thing. That's when we can really start to improve our efficiency inside of what we do. So I still time block. I still spend 20, 30 minutes each week planning out my week, but I also track how I'm spending my time. Now, I also do client-based work. So I do marketing and consulting and Facebook advertising for businesses and course creators. So this is also very beneficial for me. So I can see how much time I'm allocating and spending towards certain projects and certain clients. That's very valuable for me because I know how much time I'm actually spending in exchange for what I'm charging somebody. This is also very beneficial because it allows me to make sure that the time that I am allocating to certain things is in line with the priority and my intentions around those. So when I'm going through certain times where I'm looking to develop new skills, I want to make sure that I'm allocating an adequate amount of time for that. And if I'm in a phase where I don't have that time, then maybe it's not a good time to start to have that goal or have that priority. It's very important to know that when we set goals, we have to make sure that we have the time to do and the time to dedicate towards these things. And it's very easy to just drop things into a calendar and then they simply don't get done. You know, you might have something on your to-do list that just never gets done. Even if we start to go, oh, these are the top three things. It's when is the optimal time to do these things? Are we actually dedicating enough time? So this one little, you know, we can call it a hack. We can call it a secret, whatever we want. But starting to track how we spend our time can be massively beneficial when it comes to increasing our productivity in addition to traditional time blocking, which for me was never enough. And if you have ever felt the same way, I highly, highly recommend tracking your time. I use an app called Timeular. There are a ton of tools out there. I used to use Toggle back when they had a free plan. There's also a free app, uh, a free website called Clockify that I've used in the past completely free just to track your time. And it just really comes down to just creating more intentionality around these things. Is how I'm spending my time in line with how I want to spend my time and in line with how I best feel during those time blocks and then simply making small changes, small refinements from there. I hope this helps. I hope that you're able to take something away from this to improve your your day-to-day, your your weekly, monthly life as an entrepreneur because I know that sometimes it is the smallest things, the smallest seemingly non-existent changes that we don't even notice make profound impacts inside of what we do on a day-to-day basis. But until next time, thank you so much for sharing this 15 minutes with me. I hope it helps and I'll talk to you soon.